Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Uh, Panthers news as well, but let's talk about that and the Super Bowl right now, courtesy of our friends at the Low T Center with a great commentator on Fox. In fact, his broadcast partner, Adam Amin, is a buddy of mine. I was texting him the last time they had a Panthers game to tell him exactly how great a job I thought that him and Mark Schlereth do each and every time they get a Panthers game. And uh, he's also, you know, you watched him for a long time on ESPN, Fox Sports, as I mentioned, Denver Sports Radio, and a hell of an offensive lineman back in his day. The great and powerful Mark Schlereth is back with us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Mark, how you been, man? I'm great. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. I'd like to be there this year, but uh, little FOMO never killed anybody. We'll see you next year in New Orleans, and um, I'm excited for the game on Sunday. And I, I guess that's probably you know where we should start. Uh, g- give me your thoughts, generally speaking, on two heavyweights going at it Sunday in San Francisco and Kansas City, and what the outcome looks like. Yeah, you know it's re- it's really interesting because I think you know I, I, as you watch this thing go, and it's all about who's playing great at the moment, but. Um, you can make a compelling argument that Kansas City probably put their two best games against two great opponents together the last two games they played against Buffalo and the Ravens. And San Francisco's probably played their two worst games of the year. And I did the last two games of the season for the San Francisco 49ers. And, you know, I probably I probably dug into six games that I, I looked at pretty extensively. And uh, I thought it's the worst their defensive line has looked. I thought it's the worst they've played on the defensive side of the ball. I thought offensively, um, it's probably the worst. Like it, for me, it was one of those situations watching them on the deep, on the offensive side of the ball, where they've gotten away from what they do, and they have gotten into a kind of being a drop back spread, you know, shotgun drop back team. That's not what they do. It's not what they do well, and so that's been a concern for me. Um, you know, for for San Francisco, and at least you know they found a way to get two wins when they're not really doing what they do well. So. Uh, really interesting to see how, exactly how that's played out. But, um, you know, like you said, two heavyweights and two teams that uh, can be incredibly explosive and two teams that have the potential to be really good defensively. Mark, uh, Christian McCaffrey is a guy we know well here. Obviously, we drafted him here in Carolina. And it's, I think, equal parts for me anyway. Uh, enjoyable to watch him in San Francisco's offense, but also excruciating given uh, it felt like there's a lot that could have been accomplished here when he was in a Panthers uniform. What is it about Shanahan's offense, I guess, that allows CMC to do the things that he does? Well, I think one, I mean, CMC, as you guys know, is an incredible, just an incredible player. And, you know, he's probably, you could probably make an argument that he might be the best route runner on their football team. So, you know, he's incredible catching the ball. Um, but I think really their running game, you know, I've talked to probably 12 teams last year, and I consult for a bunch of teams uh, over the course of, of the years. But I probably talked to 12 teams, whether they're all offensive line coaches or, you know, coordinators or things of that nature, uh, that were all studying the San Francisco 49ers run game. And they are so good, um, especially the way they create, the way they create entry points, the way they create angles for their blockers. And, and I'll just give you, for instance, say you're running 18 handoffs. And, uh, you know, a stable play, something, you know, we've, we've run in that offense since, since my days. And so you're going to attack the end. You're going to attack a defensive end. And so you'll, you'll run what they call a trade block between tight end and, and tackle. Then you'll, you'll line up in 
two tights west, and you'll run uh, a double team between the two tight ends, which is a quad walk, right? And then all of a sudden, you'll line up at solo, all, you know, solo back, and you'll motion one tight end across, and you'll run that quad again, but from motion. And then you'll run that quad again from motion, but the, the guy motioning across will have the inside portion, the, out, the other tight end will take the outside portion. Then you'll mix it the opposite way. Then all of a sudden, you'll arc release, and you'll, and you'll slam that guy with a tight end, or excuse me, with a fullback. And then, you know, I mean, so all of a sudden, you can block that defensive end with nine different combination blocks where that defensive end reads nine different plays, but you're only having two guys on the offensive side change what they do, and nine guys are doing the exact same thing they do on every time, uh, you know, an 18 handoff is called. And so for you as a defensive end, all of a sudden you've got to rush the passer and your head's on a swivel like, where are they going to block me from this time? And now you become ineffective rushing the passer. So that's where their run game is so good. They can take one play and to a defense it can look like nine different blocking schemes, nine different plays. But the offense, it's the same damn play you run every time. You've just changed two guys' kind of entry points or the way they're blocking uh, a particular player. And that's what makes it so – I mean, it's, it's just incredibly difficult um, to get a beat on what they're doing. Mark Slareth with us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, Fox Sports NFL analyst, courtesy of our friends at Low T. Um, I, I got you for limited time here, so let me get to this, because I, I thought you did, and I mean this, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't just say this to say it, but I thought you did a hell of a job on the Panthers games I saw you on this year, and I told Adam that, because there was a particular stretch, I believe in the first Panthers game that you did, where you were breaking down how play calling impacts protection. And you, you weren't absolving Bryce Young of, you know, any criticism or any mistakes, but you were saying, hey, Frank Reich needs to be better in this way. I'm not sure if you remember this or not, but I thought it was great. Um, and so it, it gave us, I think, a window into kind of what was going on with the Panthers offense this year. It, you know, in, in your words, the best way you can put it, why was it so dysfunctional offensively this year? Well, I think there's, I mean, I think there's a lot of things, you know, ultimately, um, you got a young quarterback. You got to do everything in your power to take some of the onus off that young quarterback. And, you know, some of the things that I think need to be done is, um, and I understand that Bryce didn't play in shotgunning or, excuse me, under center in college. Um, and, and I get that. And, and, you know, I mean, the only time that guy was under center was uh, when they were in kneel down formation, victory formation. But, you know, to take pressure off an offensive line, to take pressure off a quarterback, um, to, to implement more of your run game and some of the play action stuff that comes off your run game, um, being under center does that. Like when you when you get everything out of shotgun, you eliminate probably forty percent of your run your run package or your run game. And and ultimately for a defense it becomes a tell and becomes very easy to understand what you're doing. And so I thought just from a play calling standpoint, um, and I know that he didn't do a lot of that, but that's something that's got to be in your offense. Um, because it takes some of that pressure off that young guy, and it gives you the option to move the pocket. It gives you an option to create a, a better, you know, a better uh, boot keep game and a better play action game. And there's very little play action stuff that a defense, like a defense, when you're in gun um, and, and you're running play action out of gun, you, your linebacking core can play from high to low, meaning they can get more depth because it takes more time for that running back to actually get the ball in the line of scrimmage. So it helps you, it helps you get your drops. It helps you take away the intermediate passing game and it almost forces you to check the ball down. So there's a lot of stuff that, um, that, that is hard or that 
doesn't necessarily lend itself to you being good as a rookie quarterback. And I thought that was a lot of the stuff um, that they were doing in Carolina that I just thought didn't help Bryce Young at all. Yeah, well, and to piggyback on that, and I'll let you go on this, uh, a lot of what you just said, I think we heard some of that from Dave Canales last week at his opening introductory press conference. And, um, you know, you're actually talking about running multiple variations of the same play when you were discussing Kyle Shanahan. That's something that Dave Canales has already pledged to do. Uh, clearly, he had a hell of an impact on Baker Mayfield, Geno Smith, and Russell Wilson, but he's still a relative unknown to most football fans. What did you think of Dave Canales getting the job here in Carolina? Loved it. Dave is a friend. Um, Dave is a guy that um, that I, I talked to during the season um, that I discussed concepts with and, and discussed the running game with uh, quite a bit. And so uh, he is, a, he is a, a hell of a young coach and um, a guy that is, you know, to me is a relationship builder. And I, I just believe in building relationships. I think we're all in the relationship business. If you're not in that business, you're going out of business. And I thought Dave was incredible at that. And I thought um, he did an unbelievable job. Remember, Tampa was horrible at running the ball early in the season. And they made incredible strides um, uh, in the running game. And it really helped Baker in his growth in that offense as well. So I thought he did a great job with that. And it's probably why he became the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. I uh, love that guy. He's a great dude. Like I said, great relationship builder. And, uh, I'm just, I just, am, like, I'm celebrating him. I'm, uh, I'm really rooting for the Carolina Panthers and really rooting for Dave Canales. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, just one quick follow-up then, because that's fascinating. I didn't realize you were that close to him. Um, is, is he, I guess, one of the better kept secrets across the NFL then the past couple of years? Because just as somebody who talks to fans every single day, you know, and, and what looks at fans and reads what fans have to say online, it just, it didn't seem like there was much familiarity with Dave Canales. Has the whole league known about this guy for a couple of years, I guess? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think there was a lot. I think what he did in Tampa and getting that opportunity to be the guy in Tampa and call the plays and and how you know how that offense grew. I think that's where um, where he got a lot of steam. And so um, you know, I didn't I didn't know him. I have to be honest with you. I didn't know him until this year. Oh, okay. And um, and so we we connected this year and and then we just stayed connected. Um, and you know, and it's always it's always fun to be able to pick the brain of a guy and and to go back and forth with that stuff. And I just thought, uh, I, again, I just watched. I did a Tampa game, I think week four, and then we kind of stayed connected. And I just watched the growth of that offense. And like, I love Baker. I think I think Baker's great. But to watch the growth of Baker and the maturity of Baker and the way he played. You know, the, you know the difference between the way he was playing at the beginning of the season versus the way he played at the end of the season. That was that was Dave Canales, and he did a tremendous job with that. And um, and I thought the way that offense grew in the running game um, was Dave and the commitment that Dave made to doing that, and and you know and taking some of the onus and the pressure off of Baker. And that's a big rehab. Think about Baker. I mean, that got that that's a fourth different team. Um, and they're ready to kick Baker to the curb everywhere. And that guy, just that guy, the growth was leaps and bounds. And, um, and again, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I credit Dave Canales a lot with that. Mark, thank you, brother. I appreciate the time. We, we always enjoy catching up. We'll talk to you soon. My pleasure. Take care.